you want to learn more about effective management, head over to madsingers.com and sign up for my free management training. Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Tristan Wright, all the way from Australia. How are you, Tristan? I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm uh, still adjusting to our current time zone because I've been away uh, over in the US for, for two and a half weeks and jet lag is definitely a killer. That is, uh, yep, yeah, it, it used to be a killer for me. I have, I've, after many years of uh, way too much travel, I've kind of managed to get it under control. But uh, yeah, it's never fun when it hits. Never yeah, fun. we've uh... We've uh, obviously been in lockdown for the last two years, so I haven't uh, haven't done travel to the other side of the world as much as previous. So it's just readjusting the body. Yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. So Tristan, there's people around the world who don't yet know who you are, believe it or not. Would you mind giving a little bit of an introduction to everyone and a background about yourself? I I definitely believe it because there's billions of people around the world. So and I'm I, I'm not kidding myself that I'm a celebrity by any means. So for those of you that can't see, I've got a big smile on myself on my face as well. So I'm I'm Tristan. I run a business consulting company called Evolve to Grow, but I started out in the engineering world. I studied engineering, uh, mech engine, industrial design. And I played around in that space for a little bit, uh, but I was always working for someone. And for me, uh, I need to be running my own business. So I fell into running a cycling clothing business. I was running, I was riding, uh, riding my bike with some mates and they all wanted some, some cycling clothing. And me being me, I said, yep, I'll organize it. And the very first lot of clothing that I that I organized was see-through. So we were out riding and everyone could see, see your bums through the lycra, which was uh, not a good thing. Um, but there was an opportunity there. So I set, set that business up and, and grew it into a seven-figure business in my, in my early to mid-20s. And uh, doing that, like having so much success in your early days, you become arrogant and have an ego uh, because it's like I've done this by myself and there's been no challenges. Within a six-month period when I was, I think I was about 27, 28, the Aussie dollar tanked um, and at the same time, my wife left me. So I went from running a successful seven-figure business to being, to running a a business that was running at a loss and being 200 grand in debt and having no idea how to deal with it. So I had the highs, I had the lows, and then I had the, the, the mental health issues uh, to deal with it off the back of that uh, after not having have, having led a charmed life and then having all of these issues uh, for me at the time come up. And I took a step back and thought, like, I can go back and get a day job and take years to pay off that, that debt or I could restructure that business, uh, improve it, make it profitable again and, and actually start enjoying life. So I chose the latter, realized that I needed help I couldn't do it myself, got advice, external advice. I was able to rebuild the business, pay off the debt and make it attractive enough for someone to, to purchase it. So I uh, ended up selling off the business. And after that, took a bit of time off, did a bit of consulting, and then went and set out my current business. So 
that's the the super super quick sanitized version uh, of my backstory. Excellent. It sounds like you've been through some things. Yeah. So uh, definitely, uh, when I look back on it and when I share this story, like for me, it's just part of life. But when I share it, people are like, "Yeah, wow, you've actually hit hit some really low rock bottoms and you've had some highs." So for me, at the end of the day, it's everything's a learning experience and we just look back at it and use whatever happens in life as a learning experience for us to move forward and continually grow. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, people often ask me, uh, you know, say, Oh, you have a great life or you have a difficult life. Or, You've been through all this stuff. And I, I look at it the same way. I, I think, I mean, I, I don't see my life being particularly difficult or haven't been, but then again, I've done so many things that most people never have and never will. Um, but I, I think it's ex- exactly what you say. It's a learning experience, right? Like it's it's all about understanding like, you know, the bigger challenges you face and learn to overcome, the bigger challenges you can manage and handle. And uh, I, I think as a life lesson, that's probably one of the biggest things for me that, you know, if you keep pushing yourself, if you keep getting challenged more and more and, and go through those challenges, you know, e- everything else seems very easy when you have been at a much higher level. So that's that's been my experience so far. Totally. And and if we break it down to a personal level to to achieve true fulfillment, and for me, that's what we all want to be fulfilled, we need to actually be continually growing and challenging ourselves. Because if we're not challenging ourselves, we're being stagnant and that means we're going backwards and we're not going to be fulfilled, we're not going to be content. Yeah, and I, I think just in life in general, I mean, if you look at people mm-hmm. around, right, that there's so much, uh, as you mentioned yourself, like depression and, you know, anxiety and people having a really difficult time. And uh, in my experience, most of the time, it's they're lacking purpose, they're lacking, you know, a reason to get up in the morning and so on. And and yeah, I think I think if you if you do challenge yourself, and, and honestly, it doesn't even have to be work. I mean, I know people who challenge themselves consistently learning some kind of sport or learning whichever right but it's you need to be able to push yourself you need to be able to see growth in yourself to to feel that fulfillment in my experience totally totally and uh the only only problem is is if you're challenging yourself in one area too much you end up going down that rabbit hole and have those blinkers on so for me it's about um having separate goals you have your business goals and you've got to have your personal goals just so you can balance everything that makes a lot of sense yeah Excellent. Well, uh, Tristan, one of the things that I've seen you talk about a little bit is sort of vision and and sort of the whole journey for for a business, right? And you have obviously been through some some roller coaster experience yourself. So, tell me a little bit about how do you see sort of company vision? How do you see businesses and and business owners in particular effectively executing these and effectively? putting their businesses in a place where where there's not just a good vision on paper, but actually a, a vision that people in the mm. business live and breathe. So I'll carry this with my experiences around businesses have say got 10 to 30 staff, maybe 40 staff. So once you get past past that level with the 50 plus, it, it slightly changes the way it needs to be communicated amongst the team. But uh, in, in this space, what I've found is the business owner, the leader, is is actually not just poor at communicating their direction or their vision, but 
poor at actually knowing what they want out of their business and what the benefit, um, what they want their business to achieve for themselves. So the the business owner has often created this fanciful or direction of the business, but there's there's not really enough connection between their vision to the benefit to themselves. So the very first, to get your team on the journey, the business owner needs to be clear about what they want to achieve and why it's a benefit to them. And if we go break it down to the next level, um, why we understand why that vision is a benefit to the owner. The staff need to understand, other than just a pay packet, why is this company vision beneficial to them? So they need to, because everyone works transactionally for, for money, but to take to put that extra 1% in, there needs to be a clear understanding why you want to get on the bus, why why there's a benefit for the, the leadership team to be getting on the bus for more than just that pay packet. Yeah, that makes so, sense. And how, how, how do you go around getting to that point? So the business owner is going to communicate, hey, this is the direction we want to go, but it's actually that the business owner needs to spend time with their their leaders to understand what makes them tick. Why are they in this role? Why what why what makes them tick outside of business? Why do they get out of bed in the morning? So we need and then once you once we get that, we can align the the leadership team's personal goals with the business's goals. Um from a for me, from a reward scenario, like, okay, cool. You're not motivated by money, but you're motivated by impact in this area. All right. So if you're motivated by impact in this area, let's achieve these goals and we'll be able to make that impact over there. Yeah. And what what, what if a business owner, if you're not actually clear what your business is supposed to do for you, how, how do you recommend people go about figuring that out? Because reality is a lot of people started a business maybe for monetary gains or whatever, but you know, suddenly it grows big. And uh, I, I've definitely noticed a lot of times where, you know, business owners are, they're, they're ticking along, but they, they don't actually have a good vision or they actually don't necessarily haven't sat down and thought about, you know, what is this thing doing for me? What is the goal with this company? Totally. And, so, and you just be, you just end up getting into a habit and waking up every day, every week and just doing the same thing. And you, you're sort of lacking purpose. And I was actually... Um, onboarding a new client just two weeks ago and they said we want to make five million dollars and we want to be paying ourselves this much money and like hey on guys this doesn't correlate so one of the uh, based off margins so one of the questions i i said to them is when you're when you're in your 50s or in your 60s when you want to retire uh let's say you assuming you want to retire what do you want to be proud of what do you want your kids to think of you? What do you want your staff to think of you? And what do you want your life to look like in, let's say, 10, 20 years time? So we, what we do is we work out where we want to be when we're, say, 60, and like, cool, this is what we want everyone to think of us, and this is what I want to think of myself. Why am I working so hard, or why am I working like this? Because this is not the way, this is not the most efficient way to to achieve that end goal the most of i don't need to actually earn five hundred thousand dollars per annum and i don't need to have a have a team of a hundred thousand dollars of a hundred of a hundred people to to achieve that goal i only need to achieve 
be doing X, Y, and Z. So it's it's aligning, working out what that end end vision is, and then aligning the business objectives to get there. And saying that some business owners do are motivated by by growth, are motivated by size, and and that's okay. If you're motivated to have a have a massive impact, cool. We need to understand what that impact is and what we want our team. Uh, our team and our family to think of us in the future. Okay, that that makes sense, and that's that's definitely an exercise that I believe would be very healthy for a lot of people to go and do, right? Because it's, I mean, it's it probably sounds easy to do it, but actually, really truly understand it and believe it and live it is a very different beast in my experience. So, uh, I, yes. I definitely always recommend people spending some time thinking about this and thinking through all these things because it is it is one of those things that also helps so incredibly much with internal motivation right and internal drive yeah it's it's having that alignment so as soon as you've got alignment you can be effective but if you don't have alignment you're you're just going to end up uh cruising or going off in the incorrect direction yeah yep that makes sense so anything else with regards to vision that's that's important? So what, what, what are the f- continuous steps then? So, yeah, so once we've got that, all right, cool, we've got where we want to be. We've sat down, done what I call the rocking chair exercise. We know what we want people to think about us. Then we're like, all right, we, we know that we need to have where we need to have a business of this size. Um, let's reverse engineer and create a roadmap the simplest way possible to achieve that. And uh, we often realize, once we've done that, we realize that we can actually achieve achieve that ultimate objective in a much shorter time frame than what we're giving ourselves credit for. The human mind tends to try and overachieve what we can do in the short term, but underachieve what we can do in the long term. So, uh, or under underestimate what we can do in the long term. So we've got, we draw that line in the sand and then reverse engineer that roadmap and then think, cool, I don't actually need to do all this myself. I can get my leadership team to do X, Y, and Z and make this small shift and we'll get there so much quicker. And you figure out your mission and your values and your your big plan. And what's next then? Mission, values, big plan, execute, and don't be afraid to, to make mistakes. So, um, Rather than just having that that plan there, go and execute and understand that there are going to be mistakes made. Um, I've got a saying that that you need to f up and f up fast because the more you you f up, the closer you are to achieving your desired outcome. But if you don't make mistakes, you're just going to be continually staying where you are, and your mission, your vision, is just a dream. Yep. That makes sense. And I think, I mean, again, different personalities operate different, right? Like some are very gung-ho and everything happens right now. And some are a little bit slower and a little bit more conscientious people and so on. But but generally, yeah, it's about taking action, right? Uh, I, I think I see, from from my coaching client at least, I, I see a fair chunk of, of clients that are spending a significant amount of time like constantly learning and trying to understand more and they they, they kind of they always want more but they never feel they're ready 
Mm. Um, and that's definitely a trap that I see quite a few people get into, right? Where where they're constantly looking for more information. They they don't think they're good enough. They don't think they have all the info yet. And they, they think it's all about information. But but reality is when it comes to business, when it comes to success, it, it's all about execution, right? Yeah, um, and, and you just need to be one or two steps ahead of the people that you're being a subject matter expert for. So totally. you learn, you make mistakes as you as you as you're executing and you learn you learn from them if you're constantly educating yourself you're you're valuing your time at $50 an hour whereas you should be valuing your time at 500 or $1000 an hour so for for me it's go and spend the time where you're making $500 an hour or more and anything less than that it you delegate delegate that out yeah and that's also a difficult area but uh yeah no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. So from your point of view, how long does it take to to really get a good grasp on the vision and getting it implemented well and so on? What, what's, what's typically the time frame? How long is a piece of string? <laughs> it really depends on, I, I, I guess, the business owner and, and where they are in their journey in, in terms of their maturity. So uh, I've been working with a client for, just on three years now, and we've grown his business. We've forexed uh, his business um, in in that time, but he's only in the last six months worked out how to communicate the how to be a hundred percent clear on on the vision of his business and to communicate that to the leadership team. So uh, it's a continual process uh, and. He had a very loose vision to start with and direction, but it wasn't congruent with him at the start. So where we are now, it's it's much more congruent and the and the leadership team totally get it. And the impact that's having on the efficiency of the team and profitability of the team is phenomenal. Um, so long story short, it could be it could be three months, it could be three years. Uh, and I'm not sure if you've had, similar experiences uh, with your clients if they or if you can if you can hit it hit the nail on the head in three months that's a, that's an amazing effort yeah I think I agree with you I mean it, it depends generally where people are right and I think there's there's uh, it, it depends on the issues they're dealing with as well right because mm. I, I I have a lot of clients where this is not necessarily the first thing getting addressed because there's yes. other you know urgent issues or other things that are holding the business back significantly. So um, while it's important, it might not be the most important right, right there and then, right? So Correct. Uh, it, it can definitely take a while, but I think fundamentally, again, like I'm, I'm such a huge believer in people and I, 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 I really focus a lot of time helping, helping clients get the right people on board because when you have the right people, it's, you know, everything just becomes so much easier. Always into place. Yeah. You hire on, you hire um, on, on their ability, not their, not their skill set. So you hire the right person and trust that you can train them into the role um, because their mindset is the correct mindset for the business. Excellent. Well, Tristan, that's been a very interesting conversation. Uh, any any recommended resources or the likes of people are eager to get started on this and, and getting started with their vision? So from a leadership perspective, um, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, their their books are phenomenal. So um, I I'm sure you've heard of them. 
Um, but yeah, I love Jocko and Leif's books. There, they they give so much guidance and and make and, and make it so 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 easy to understand uh, leadership uh, culture and how how to implement within business. Yep, I totally agree. I love. Uh... Yeah, I read all the books, so I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan as well. Fantastic, excellent. So, if people are eager to get hold of you, what's the what's the best way to do that, Tristan? The simplest way is probably just to Google my name, Tristan Wright, Evolve to Grow. Uh, otherwise, you can you can jump on my website, which is evolvetogrow.com.au. Perfect. Well, Tristan, thank you very much for joining me today. It was a pleasure having you on board. Thank you very much for having me, and have a great afternoon. Thank you very much. And to the audience, thank you very much for hanging on all the way to the end. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.